Hey, everybody, before we get started here, Jib's here from the show. I just want to remind you, this is our Twitch Tavern episode, number three, actually. And these episodes are After Dark episodes. So if you got little ones around, you may want to hold off or you may want to wait. Up to you. But regardless, just wanted to give you a heads up. Enjoy the show. Last week on Lore Seekers. My friends, continuing our series on the leadership of the Three Banners War, we are going to hit you right in the face with lore lesson number 74. This is Emric of Cumberland. See, you're smarter than you look. Well, really, you know. Actually, I'm pretty proud of you. Well, thank you. You know, it's just something about having a beard that, like, real men have. Not that you know anything about that. But, you know, it's something about having a beard that just makes you that much smarter. Are we going to cover this again? But anyway, the looking for group system is going to be huge. So that means when you get in a group with your friends and all four of you are in Discord and somebody, you all hit the button and then it comes back and says somebody said no, hopefully that's going to be going away. Greetings, travelers. Welcome to the Lore Seekers podcast. Grab an ale and join our two adventurers as they share their tales of misadventure in the land of Tamriel. Here they are at their usual table. Jibs and Cash. Hi. Oh, man. I've been here a while. It's about time you showed up. I know. I've been through two. You've been drinking since morning. I know. Uh, well, you know, when in Rome, and we're in Rome. Do as the Romans do. Do as, you know, when you're in Bosmer territory, you do as the Bosmer, and Way to wrap the lore back around that. Eat Imperials. That's what you do. Gamey. Yeah, it is, you know, a little bit. What can I get you, boys? Hey! Oh. Uh, you know what I want? I want the stiffest drink you have. I'm running a little low. You can probably hear the little, yeah, I'm a little low. So maybe just something stiff. I don't, I don't care what it is. Surprise me. No, no, I'm not a rot myth. I'm not a rot myth guy. Cash is, especially <laughs> on Friday nights. A Windhelm Rye for me, please. Coming right up. That sounds pretty good. Oh yeah. Well, you know I like my rise. Yeah, you do. So, my friend. Yeah. <sighs> I'm it's just having a week. Yeah, it's it's been. <laughs> It's been a week, bro. How you been? How- I've been good. Yeah. I've, I've been really good. Um, uh, really busy real life this week, of course. And um, there's been a lot of reading. I'm reading a lot this week. And not like... I like, mean, it's fun stuff, but... Like audiobook or actually sit down and read? No, well, that a little bit too when I drive. But patch yeah. notes. Oh, Yeah. Patch notes, man. And it's, uh, remember what we were talking about last week? Like, don't freak out, everybody. Yeah. Don't freak out. Everything's going to be fine. Are you're you, going to. Are you freaking out? You're going to even everything out. I'm freaking out a little bit. I think. <laughs> <laughs> a little, I'm freaking out. So, yeah, there's a lot of things that are going to be touched in places that they don't, they shouldn't be touched. That's. But. Mm. Yeah, the Yeah, the end result is yet to take place. And, and you know how I kind of know that, too. When I watch YouTube. Yeah. And I find some of my go-tos for ESO, like the technical ESO news, the stuff that we don't really cover. We cover the fun stuff. There's other people out there that are way smarter than Jibs and I that are covering the very technical stuff, the math, right? Mm -hmm. And breaking down sets and breaking down 
mechanics and all the new things coming out. Mm-hmm. So like uh, the Asian God, I love that guy. Super mellow. Yeah. Really, really smart and very good with builds. So I watch his stuff all the time. All cast. I watch all cast stuff. Zynode, obviously. I watch Zynode stuff. But the Asian God, if you haven't seen him on YouTube, is a really good place to go for people that keep things updated all the time. He'll hop on and just start talking about the new things in regards to character builds. And he's more of a PvE player. Yeah. And that's more of what we are. So anyway, long story shortened, I sat down to watch one of his videos on the patch notes and it was over an hour long. And all cast had the same thing. And the, both those dudes were pretty cool about it. They're just like, oh yeah, so they're going to be doing this, they're going to be doing this across the board. And it, it seems like the nerf hammer is coming down hard. Yeah, buddy. Everything. Like a Mack truck is just driving right through all those numbers. <laughs> right, right. So, um, and I'm actually seeing like, and you know how they say, don't read the comments. I always read the freaking comments. So I'm reading the comments and there's a lot of people like flipping out like, that's it. This is the worst thing ever. This company <laughs> has no idea what they're doing. These are the worst developers in the in the industry. And I'm just immediately like, oh my God, drama queen. Get <laughs> off your high horse. And here's the other thing. See you freaking later. Right? Yeah. So... That's kind of where I've been. I've been doing a lot of just research and kind of studying the things that are, that are going to happen. I'm not saying that I have any grand explanation of all the things that are coming, except I had to reinforce it. And with a conversation with you, I had to reinforce it to where we're just going to just let things play out. We're not going anywhere because they're making changes to the game. Oh my God. <laughs> they're making changes to the game. It's not going to change the amazingness of this game. So just... Yeah. Have your mild freak out and just get the F over it. You're going to be just fine. You know, I, I am. I looked at those patch notes as well. I didn't. I know I didn't make it as far as you did. And I'm going to keep looking through because, um, yeah, you're right. There's been some really great videos out there. Um, I know Dots did one as well. And um, yeah. And um, I guess I'm at this point or I'm of the opinion that, and I said this in times past, that change is one of the best things in an MMO. It can be the worst thing, like, I'm talking like Star Wars Galaxy kind of change, or you know, like, uh... Oh. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> yeah, we'll explain that one in a minute. Okay. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Keep going. Okay, but, uh, you know, like, I, I really like changes. Uh, now, I'm not talking like, you know, I don't want, you know, I don't want none of the fluffy crazy stuff like i don't want you know i don't want trial finder i don't want flying mounts or any of that stuff i mean just like number stuff like this this is fun this is good is it yeah does it hurt yeah because i'm reading that stuff and it hurts man you're talking right now they're they're across the board 50 percent dot reduction across the board plus your class yeah. nerfs as well so now here's the deal. They're doing this across the board, so it's going to bring everybody down. So it hurts right now overall, but when the dust settles and everything's fine, guess what's going to start standing out? Classes, specific classes and builds again. And yes, there'll be a nerf, but I really think once we get past the whole like shock and all that we're all dealing with right now, that it's going to be fine. That was a perfect way to put it. Shock and awe. 
Because that's what, that is definitely what we're experiencing. Now, there is going to be a giant kick in the Ghiblis for everybody. If you don't have Ghiblis, well, it hurts. Okay, so I'll just explain it to you. How it feels when you get kicked in the Ghiblis. Especially when something gets both of them. <laughs> Got them both. Got em. That's how it's going to feel right off the bat. But yeah. here's, here's my little shred of hope. Okay. What class and race... I know you know this, but what class and race do I love to death, but I couldn't do it because the DPS was just so freaking terrible? Warden. Yes, Bosmer Warden. Oh my god, I want that to be viable so bad. So if this brings everything down to a level that that could happen, I will be very intrigued slash happy. Now, you mentioned something about, like, a big Star Wars Galaxies nerf, like they did. And it wasn't necessarily a nerf, but there was a time in the life of Star Wars Galaxies, my all-time favorite game, yeah, that they came out with an update that changed the entire base of the game. It changed everything. Oh, All yeah. the work that you had done. Right. I saw somebody mention it in, in uh, chat. That's 400 hours of my life just wasted. This was exactly that. I don't think necessarily that what Zoss is doing right now in this major rebalance is going to be exactly what the um, new galactic experience, new galaxy experience, I think it was called the NGE. That absolutely murdered Star Wars Galaxies, for sure. They lost a majority of their original player base because of what they did. They completely changed the way the classes worked and it was a full rework in order. You could, it was obvious in order to bring new players into the game. Yeah. Elder Scrolls Online does not have a problem bringing new players into the game. No. This, I think this resonates back to something that Finn said when he was on our show a few weeks back. Do you remember what that was, Jibs? Yep. Never ceases Go. to amaze them. How yes. brand new content players are blowing through it, just burning through it. Right. That should not be the that should not be the case. Right. Because you, they are setting things up to to truly challenge the player. Agreed. And when you have players who are so elite that they just they figure it out in a week and then that particular content is on farm for them, that's when you're gonna lose your top tier players. Oh yeah. So they're willing to. This is just this is just our opinion of how this whole thing is going down. They are willing to take the hit from some players who whine and complain about their class and everything's getting nerfed, even though it's a nerf across the board for your player damage, but they're not nerfing any of the dungeons. Like what why would they even do that? Why would they nerf the damage you're outputting and then also nerf the damage that the NPCs and, and enemies that you're fighting are that's it, it nullifies. So why do washes everything out? So why would you even do that? So they're upping the scale, at least at this base level. They're going to up the scale, see where the, see where we're at with how difficult things are, and then they're going to adjust accordingly. So am I a little freaked out? Yeah, I'm a little freaked out about certain things because I love getting onto the onto the dummies, and just being amazed at how much DPS I'm putting out. But at the same time, if everybody's getting lower, we're all going to be right back in the same spot. 
who cares if you're doing 10 to 15k dps less you're going to be doing you're going to be doing exactly what you were doing before it's just on a lower scale right yep agree 100 and for me <laughs> i'm staring at your profile image now <laughs> you, can you even hear me yeah i got you i can't Dude, see my, you though okay let me try and bring that back up again because my computer just told me that it wants to do a restart and i oh, yeah, there you are shut my camera off well, how I'm like, it. if you do a restart, I'm going to have a flying effing tantrum right now. <laughs> oh, so here's my so take. So we're good? Yeah. I'm yeah. back? Yeah, I know. You're, you never left. You're, you're here. You're just... Now, do like, you want to talk about I watching somebody have a mild freak out? <laughs> you ready for a rage quit? No, for me, it's... um, I'm excited to see what this does. Because, look, at the end of the day, people who don't like it are going to leave. And people who do like the game, who, you know, love the community, whatever, you know, that are invested, they're going to stay. And that's that's really all there is to it. And is this going to up the difficulty? Probably. Absolutely. Is Spindle Clutch going to be a little bit trying now more than you used to be? Maybe a little. But look, I look forward to seeing where the DPS numbers rest after it's all said and done. I look forward to seeing what classes really rise to the tippity top oh my god i'm almost kind of excited about that i know it's just it's just one of those things and oh jibs you're just a fanboy and well dude duh but i mean you know like i just i'm excited to see where it goes change i love the, i love these kinds of changes because this is the stuff and we talked about this yesterday when we were on um unofficial elder scrolls podcast and we talked it you know these changes are what makes these memories that you later on have these conversations like man remember when elder scrolls nerfed damage across the board he's got a whole story right there that you can just continue to talk about with your friends just because of these changes right and and the, here's the other thing too is that um i rest easy i rest easy on this for two reasons and by the way just a super quick point on on the fanboy thing i think we're so far past the fanboy thing yeah like there's not a meter that measures how much I could give a shit less <laughs> if you think I'm a fanboy. Yeah. Because I'll sit there and I'll just look at you and I'll go, I'm a fanboy. And honestly, if you don't like it, you could do two things. You could suck it or you could fight me. There's one of those two things. You might win. I'm There's fight a good you. chance. Let's fight. There's a good chance you might win. Arr. But I don't care. I'm going to Fisticuffs. get up bloodied and say, I'm still a fanboy. Yeah. Because I have trust in this dev team to do what's right and and to be able to build the game that they envision building for the player base that stands right now. They're not trying to screw with us. They're trying to balance the game correctly. Yeah. And if you listen so. to the show, you know, not to continue on, but just real quick, if you listen to the show for any amount of time, you know we'll call things out when they need to be called. But we do it in a way, to be honest with you, that's gotten us some scrutiny over the months and years just because we're not just flat out. We're not the kind of people who just bash the devs. We're not the kind of people who just bash the game. We talk things out and it always ends on a high note. So that's how we do things here. That's how we roll. This is Lore Seekers. So, are you ready? Dilly dilly! Dilly dilly! dilly. Yes. Yeah, all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is the Lore Seekers podcast where we talk Elder Scrolls online. And in 2021, Elder Scrolls 6. But anyway, 
Welcome to the show. We're your hosts. My name's Jibs, and I'm joined by Cash. Oh, man, I'm excited. Yeah. We have so many fun friends yeah. in our chat right now. And it's just watching the chat reinforces the things that that we're saying and if you disagree with us and it's it's totally fine it's okay like we are totally okay to agree to disagree but there's so much love in here like god i love you people coco michelle's here hi coco how are oh, you hey good to see you here yep, yep. but um yeah last week on the show if you were here if you missed it well you need to go listen to it because that lore last on emmerich was legit it was good yeah, he's all right. Wait till you hear back with the queen. Well, I think you and I both know for the queen. Next uh, week. That's right. You, you know what, though? I think it's kind of out that I'm a fan of the Ebonheart pack, too. Um, so, yeah, that whole uh, that first one we did. That's on, okay. Uh, King Joran. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Um, well, it, it gets us off the it gets us off the uh, everybody's target because we had to pick one. And I true. just happened to be the one to it's form true. the guild, so I, I, I think, picked it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But uh, last week on the show, we talked Dragon Hold and Update 24. We also did uh, discuss Twitch drops for console, ESO Live, New Moon, Crown Crate Season, Dungeon Lore on Elden Hollow 1. And like I said already, the lore lesson on Emmerich of Cumberland Land. But this week, this week is a rare commodity around here because this is Twitch Tavern number three. If you've never been around here before, you don't know what a Twitch Tavern episode is. Well, basically, you send us your questions. We put out the word, hey... We're having a show. And guess what? It's Twitch Tavern. After people get excited, they start filling their questions. And Discord this time, this week, the last few days, actually yesterday, it's when I put it out, they did not disappoint. We let our community take hold of this one. And we have so many things that we can cover. And plus, chat, by the way, for everyone who's sitting here in chat, we are doing this live at twitch.tv slash podcast. You can come watch the show there if you're interested. Be a part of the live experience. But if you, anyone here in chat, want to ask us any questions, please start off with a capital Q and then followed by your question. That just makes it a little bit easier for us when we're fielding through chat to see the questions that are being asked. So, that being said, uh, oh wait, hey, before we get going, everyone, if you haven't heard it already, we put it out today. On Saturday, we did a State of the Guild live stream, Okay. Basically detailing the whole future of Lore Seekers, where we want to go, how we're going to get there, and just all kinds of exciting things. If you missed that, which that was a huge success. So many people showed up. It was a great time, Cash. And, uh, you know, it's there. It's out on the audio feed. You've probably already seen it through your feed and wonder, what the heck is this? Well, there you go. You get a good pulse on what the Lore Seeker community is doing and where we're going. And uh, next week, we will officially start our transition to World of Warcraft Classic. Yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. If you don't know what we're talking about, you can... Uh, I'm not even going to spoil it. Go take a listen. I'm not going to spoil it either, but but we, I think we did hear that we actually induced tears. Yeah, we had one member crying. <laughs> some of our members. They legitimate thought that this was going to happen, and they were That was crying. a backfire. Oh, I felt so bad. Oops. <laughs> I felt so bad. Oh, but anyway, well, folks, let's get started. Welcome to Twitch Tavern. <laughs> all right, well, before we get started, if you want something for free on the show, we're all about giving things to you as much as we possibly can. Our content is free, and you know what? Something from Audible is free for you as well. If you're interested in getting a free audiobook and two free audio originals, here's what you do. 
You go to audibletrial.com forward slash lore seekers, sign up for the free 30 day free trial, and you get to keep your books. You can keep your service going, cancel it, whatever. You get one free audio book and two free audio originals. It's a good thing to have, by the way. I've done this in the past. It literally takes about five minutes. I've done it for previous shows that I, I used to listen to. And uh, I can tell you it's nice to have some free audio books. So anyway, yeah, get yourself uh, something for free. So, all right. It's time for the Twitch Tavern. And here we go. You know, I, I shouldn't be so official. It's not like this is question number one. We're just going to see where this goes. So anyway, uh, Savage Ailstorm from Discord, Discord asks, I have a question. As a returning player with ESO, but not elsewhere, I rolled a new character, Stamblade. Heard they're fun. And I want to do Dark Brotherhood first. But my question is that after, where should I go? The amount of content has seemed to double since I last played. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, okay. It's definitely doubled. I would say this. Pick a direction. And just and go. That's the beauty of ESO. Is you can just go wherever the heck you want to go. But there is an official way to go. And we documented that in lore lesson number 55, which was entitled The Chronology mm-hmm. of ESO. Mm-hmm. So if you want to know the official, the official way to do it. Like, in the order that things came out is really the order that you should be doing the game from a lore perspective. But I'll go over it real quick for you. So, now don't worry. This is on our website, loreseekerspodcast.com. It's lore lesson Do number I 55. need to prop my feet up? No, this will be blanket. quick. This will be quick. So, to answer your question right off the bat. Where do you go right after the Dark Brotherhood? If you're going to start there, the next place to go is Shadows of the Hist, Morrowind, Horns of the Reach, Clockwork City. Then you do a whiskey burp. Is that a whiskey burp? I mean, Dragon Bones. And then Somerset and everything after that. If you want the full list of where to go, you're not too far off if you start start with Dark Brotherhood. The only thing before that is the base game, including the Fighters Guild and the Majors Guild lines, Craglorn, Imperial City, Orsinium, and Thieves Guild. Those are the only things that are before the Dark Brotherhood. But if you want to know specifically where to go right afterwards, it's Shadows of the Hist. That's where you head. You know, um, there's really no that. wrong if, way to play. There's no wrong way to play, honestly. You're not, there's, there's slight little things, and there are folks out there who are very sensitive to those slight little things. But if you want the full list, loreseekerspodcast.com, lore lesson number 55. Help them out, chat. Entitled The Chronology of ESO. Help them out. Someone's always there on the links. Help chat out. But uh, yeah. And, and you know, I really don't think that there is a. I mean, you really just pick a direction. For me, it was. You know, it's really personal preference. Like, kind of going off what Cash said, you know, you can do it in order. Or, you know, for me, I did the main quest story first. Uh, with also the Dark Brotherhood questline. Because I knew exactly what content I was looking for. You know, Dark Brotherhood for me was... I mean, it's been a huge... um, I've been a huge fan of the Dark Brotherhood since Morrowind, when they were first mentioned. The A-Team. The A-Team, that's right. When I was putting up with the B-Team all game. But, uh... (laughs) 
<laughs> I say that, but I really do like the more I don't do. But um, you know, so it's it's really just you know what what interests you. Are you you know more into the mystic side of things? Maybe consider the Mages Guild and just take your sweet time there. Enjoy the lore books that you're going to find. Cause you're going to be finding a lot of lore books. Um, you know, or maybe you just you, you know you've been a big supporter of the Fighters Guild for all these years. You know, well. Go level the Fighters Guild. Kill Dolmens. Do your thing. Have fun. And, and then, of course, you know, the, for the Thieves Guild. I mean, that I've yet to this day. I need to do this. I need to finish that quest line. I have not finished Thieves Guild. I need to finish Thieves Guild. You know, there's that as well. So, eh. Really? Is it that It's like good. That? It's good, but it's eh. Oh, man. Now I'm wondering. Oh, no. <laughs> Actually, Mr. Von Jamestein and Mrs. Von Jamestein... <laughs> I was not on Twitter. I was looking something up for our next chat question. There you go. Uh, we got a Twitch uh, question here. It says, is there a schedule yet for your appearance on UESP? And the answer to that is yes. The schedule is go to wherever you get your podcasts, look up UESP's podcast, and download it. It's already up. There you go. Yep. Already done. Done deal. Yeah, we uh, we had the... They don't mess around. Pylon was on it. Yeah, he was on it, wasn't he? That hey, you was tell fun. Them, tell them a little bit about that. Yeah, so we uh, last night we were interviewed by Pylon, who is one of the contributors over at the unofficial Elder Scrolls pages, which is my 100 percent, well, 98 go to for lore. Like if I can't find it on UESP, then I go to the Imperial Library and some of the other sources. But UESP is an amazing source. For Elder Scrolls lore, and if you want to slip down the slippery hole, that is... Oh, God, that sounded so terrible. Yeah, you... Or it um, sounded amazing. I don't know. Well... <laughs> it depends on what mood you're in. <laughs> <laughs> depends how you're feeling. Right. So, yeah. UESP. Mm-hmm. It's outstanding. And uh, we had a great interview with Pylon last night. And it's already up. So go check it out. Yeah. <laughs> Chat says I'm very aroused. All right. <laughs> Good. Yeah, that was that was my whole goal. Dilly it was <laughs> it, it was a lot of fun. It really, really was. Yeah, it was an honor to be a part of their podcast. Really, really well done by Pylon, and uh, it was a really, really good time. Love that site. It's my preferred site for my lore when I'm looking up something. When I'm looking something up, yeah, Imperial Library is fantastic. That's a second for me, but uh, I just love UESP and the ease of navigation that comes along with UESP. That's what makes it so right. Um, such a fan. I'm why I'm such a fan of it. Right. So. I've uh, actually, I've talked to, um, I think French Matt is, we have talked to him about the rabbit holes for sure. And then Coco Michelle just said, all the times I used UESP to fix my Skyrim bugaboos, then I fell down a lore hole. It is totally true. Because you will get a link that you're like, that? I want, what? I didn't, okay, click. <laughs> and then you go to that spot. And then all of a sudden, before you know it, you are four or five pages deep into lore you know it's that good i distinctly remember what subject that happened to me on i was at uh, i was looking something up and then moth priests happened to pop up yes and i'm just like what's this a moth priest and this is a ritual they go through with the whole moths oh that's a thing oh i must there's and then they find of course you know q link and then you're like oh oh there's even more and then 20 I, minutes yeah. later Dude. You know, you know how I knew that oh. because when I was covering the Elder Scrolls, like we, we did a lore lesson on what the Elder Scrolls actually were, and all of a sudden Jib started chiming in with all of a sudden, 
Did you know that the uh, the moth priests uh, they have a ritual that they uh, that they go through? And, and I'm I'm sitting there like just and waiting on my door. Apparently, I'm Robin and just, Williams. Whenever I I'm bouncing, I'm bouncing my head, and I'm like, check out the big brain on Jibs. He did his homework. And that was the last time he did his homework on Lord. Now he just relies on me. Solid work. <laughs> so uh, did well, you? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, did you know that there's actually there's a special parchment that the uh, the moth priests actually they, they they have to make it out of uh, lot animals and earwax. You know, I'm really that's trying right, Dale, hard not out. to curse right now. Uh, but you're really pushing it. Do it. Oh, this is what I put up with. This is what I put Quit up being with. a pussy, just cuss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Horoth from Evan Hartback Scholar says, is the Lord Seeker store going to get more merchandise, i.e. coffee mugs, pint glasses, or tankards? Okay. Ooh. Here's the deal. We don't have access to pint glasses or tankards yet. It's just not available to us. Now, maybe we look for a different company or something that does offer that. Maybe we do that. I don't know. That's maybe an idea. But we do have access to coffee mugs. And yes, there will be coffee mugs added. And it will be added very soon. I've actually got a book right here. It's for all of you here on the live stream. You can see it. This is the Elder Scrolls Online journal. It's full of ideas for stuff, and it just has to be implemented. I just haven't done it yet, so I'm, I'm sorry. But are those uh, moth priest moth priest pages? I hope you shit your pants tomorrow. I don't do that. I hope you just. I'm a grown ass man. <laughs> My butthole's watertight. <laughs> don't poop. Liquid. Why don't you go put? Can on we the... move on? Why don't you? <laughs> Can we just keep going? Why don't you go put on depends on and then come back? All right. Oh my god, I'm not that old. Alright, so Crown SO <laughs> oh, says, Hey guys, I'm currently listening to the first Twitch Tavern episode, and I was curious if you know how the werewolf disease works. Is it more biological or magical in ESO? I ask because the idea of an Argonian turning into an oversized hairy werewolf or werebear, please add werebears, seems like a lot of effort from a hairless lizard. I like Cash's idea of a were crocodile better. You yeah, were crocodiles the... are freaking terrifying. Yeah. Yes. You want to take the lead? You going to stare at the screen a yeah, little more? No, I'm staring at the screen because I'm currently I'm I'm googling I'm googling okay, our well, own site well, right well, now. <laughs> well, while you Google, I'll I'll talk. Well, what? as far as I know, it is a disease. It's not necessarily magic. It is a disease. So let's see. Let's see what we can find here because we did. Oh, there's my one on the vampires. Uh, regarding your uh, watertight butthole, chat says this is exactly the combo to hear while eating dinner. <laughs> well, perfect. Whatever makes your dinner taste better. Well, you keep looking. Uh, Jib's cosplay is no hair, beard, cargo pants, and Crocs. Look, what I wear to weddings is completely at my discretion. This was a casual wedding. People want to know. I didn't know these people. Yeah, it was their special day, but it was also my day to be comfortable. So I wore a button-up dress shirt, cargos, and an off-brand Crocs. You know, so you know, leave leave me alone. I looked good. Oh my god. I you know, you know, in hindsight, that may have been why the people kept looking over at me. But you know what? You know who was comfy? You know who was good that day? I was. That's all I'm saying. Wow. Solid work. Did you get in any of the wedding photos? <laughs> what what I did did your, let me ask you this. What did your lovely wife wear? 
Uh, she wore, I believe, a gorgeous dress. Oh, of some super kind. weird. Uh, super weird. But you know what? She approved my outfit beforehand. She didn't care. So you know what? I just call that a win, baby. No, I get that is that is a win when your when your wife doesn't give a f. So it it means either one of two things, okay. The first thing is that she truly adopts the vows of of marriage, sticking <laughs> through thick and thin, right? Yeah. Well, you know. Or she gave the f up on you several <laughs> years ago. And you know I what? Pick option B. Do you want to know what next month is? The tenth of ne- no ten nine nine. Yeah. Okay. I remember this because it's nine one. Right. It's nine one one backwards one nine nine. Uh, kind of. It's not really. Now that I think about it. But uh, yeah, ten years of marriage next month for me. Good for you. Yeah. So you know, I really think she's kind of given up at this point. <laughs> she has. So I just celebrated my nineteen. I mean, we talked about that on a couple oh, shows yeah. ago. Congratulations. Celebrated nineteen, and my wife has definitely given up on me at this point. It's just kind of like, you know, it's it's like, you know, they, they love us, but they're like, ah, whatever, I'll roll with it. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Reynolds like, is definitely not in my future. I'll stick with this. <laughs> yeah, but like, well, every every wife gets a gets a, a, a mulligan, right? I mean, you know. Is that kind of a thing? I don't know. I mean, look, all I'm saying is if I found out her and Ryan Reynolds was on a date, I'd say, go for it, babe. I'm going to call up Sandra Bullock in a heartbeat. Yeah, well, there you go. So I'm at the point where I don't even care. Like, you know, I don't get me wrong. I love my wife. We have a great relationship. Let me just throw that disclaimer out there. If anyone's taking any of this seriously. Then... My wife's amazing. <laughs> yeah. But there is no doubt in my mind that if there was a room with two choices, one of the choices being me and the other choice being Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, <laughs> she would run up and down my face with track shoes to get to the rock. Would you blame her? No. I wouldn't because I would run up and down her face with track shoes <laughs> to get to the rock. I freaking love that guy. Oh, absolutely. Hey, did you get anything on the on the werewolf? I did. All right, what do you got? Thanks for whoosh, no, smacking just, me right back into line. That's no, actually no, I'm just, exactly I'm just bringing why I love this right you. back in. You know, you know how we can get on Twitch taverns. I mean, they're they're unbridled. So let's talk about lycanthropy. Uh, her scene is the patron and the creator of lycanthropy, also known as Sanius Lupinus. That's correct. Sanius Lupinus. A disease. That answers your question right there. That causes the victim to transform into a were-creature or werewolf. All races of Tamriel can contract the disease simply by being, by being bitten by someone with the condition. However... Due to their racial resistances to the disease, Argonians and Bosmer stand a better chance of staying the disease. It is generally believed that a cure for lycanthropy exists at Glenpoint Foothills of High Rock. And that is directly from lore lesson number 16, her scene, and the werebeasts. So no, it's nothing magical. There you go. It is a disease. Oh, it's quite magical to watch, but... uh... You know, especially yep. if you got that emote in game from yeah, you know um, Moon Hunter DLC. And you know what's magical to watch? What? Me running from werewolves in PvP. Because that is an oh, yeah. actual that's, thing. That's legit. You know, if you're wearing clothy, if you're a clothy and you are pre-50, because post-50, it gets it gets nerfed quite a bit. It's You can still feel a little bit of that damage, but 
it's nothing like pre-50 PvP. I've said this all day long. Sorcerers, uh, bow builds, and werewolves pre-50 are absolutely OP as all get out. I mean, right. especially werewolves. I mean, you can just go. They just, it's just like, they take, you know, they just like, go get them, you know. And, uh, but, uh, yeah. yeah, so I agree 100%. There is nothing that elicits more of a profane response from my face hole during PvP. There's two times when I whenever... see a werewolf run at me. Yeah. It, there's a lot of, oh, I'm out. <laughs> and they always get me. I never Bob. get away. Bob and weave. Bob and weave. Bob and weave. Doesn't work. I'm wearing a tissue paper dress. That's true. Yeah. You know, you got if you have uh, was it Bolt Escape from the Sorcerer line? It's a little bit better for uh, Bolt, or it's one of those. But uh, anyway, neither here nor there. Crown, thanks so much for the question. Uh, Victorious Viking says one: Do you find the Aedra or Daedric princes more attractive within the game from both a lore and role playing role playing perspective for your characters? And expanding on that, which particular divine or Daedric prince? Would you consider most appealing to yourself, and which would your main tune be most likely to worship and follow? Okay, so Aedra or Daedra, which of those you prefer, and what does your character resemble the most? Go. Oh, I'm going. Okay. Um, so the first question about uh, do I find them more attractive within the game from a lore and role-playing perspective for my characters? Yes, 100%. Daedra? Like the Night Mother? Yeah. Hot AF. For sure. Yep. Okay. Yep. Nocturnal. Because of her ties to everything dark. Yeah. Hot AF. Love that. Okay. Uh, Celine, because of her ties to nature. So super freaking hot. Um, The Groundskeeper. You've done your cold heart request. You know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So super hot. Now, don't forget that as as a heterosexual male, I am obviously going to like the females. But when it comes to Adra and Daedra, they are sexless. So True. they're pretty much like a Barbie or a Ken doll. Yeah. Yeah. No wieners, no vajayjays. So they manifest yeah. into whatever form they choose or whatever purpose they currently have. Uh, but it doesn't mean that Nocturnal's not hot AF. Because she super is. Well, I, okay, you know, agreed 100%. I, yes, yes, in appearance. But look, just in general, I love the character of Nocturnal. I do. I'm also a fan of Maroon's Dagon. Actually, pretty huge fan of Mayrun's Dagon. Um, okay. Malakath. because of Oblivion? That's because of Oblivion. That's because of Oblivion, yes. Okay, I'll give it to you. All right, all right. You know, uh, Molag's just a a big old doucher. So. He's a freaking raper, dude. Yeah, I don't, you He's know. dirty. Like, in every he's, respect he's of the word, he is dirty. so evil. Like, if I think of Satan, yeah, which I don't think of Satan often, I'm just saying. Yeah. If I think of Satan, yeah. I think of Molag Ball. Yeah, yeah, he's he's pretty awful. I mean, yeah. like you know, what he did to create 
vampires was absolutely atrocious in the highest form, you know. Yeah, that is so domestic violence. Absolutely. And I am not a fan exactly. of domestic violence. So to go off that, I am finding, and particularly after the uh, latest DLC dungeons, you know, Scalebreaker dungeon. Or not Scalebreaker. Yeah, Scalebreaker. Gosh. Uh, I'm thinking Scalecaller. You're finding Stendar attractive, aren't you? No, I love Celine. Okay. I love her. You didn't even fall for it. No. I love her. I, I, I just think she's awesome. And I, I stand with her. Like, if I have the option, I want to fight for Celine. You do? Yeah. You absolutely well, get to fight for Celine. Yes. So, so so the other one, here's the other one more for me. And okay. I think specifically because uh, Victoria Spiking asked for our characters. So what particular Divine or Daedric Prince would we consider to be most appealing to ourselves? And which would your main tune be most likely to worship and follow? Okay, so my main tune this week is my Templar. Love him. Templars historically in the Elder Scrolls lore follow Stendar. And that's very, very interesting to me because Stendar has so many amazing qualities, like just qualities I think that life in general in our own modern world should have. You know, benevolence and never turning down anybody in need, stuff like that. I really like Stendar from a guidance perspective in your own life so anyway that's me getting super freaking serious mm-hmm. I'm so sorry about that I you know I really don't think I can pick one I mean really like I don't I don't Sithis, have this really dude okay sit this yeah all right there you go okay yeah see, well, there you go. see how I talk but, for him I mean I can finish his sentences it's so amazing when you can finish each other's sentences that or just I don't know I don't even, I don't even, I'm just, just disgust is all I have for that right now. Uh, your, thanks so much, Victorious. We appreciate it. Your boy, Drow, says, have you guys considered having people from other podcasts onto yours as guests? Uh, yes, actually, we have. And it's actually something that, uh, you know, we were asked on UESP, what is the future of Lore Seekers? And let me tell you, that was a loaded question. But uh, one of the things that we do want to do, for sure, 100%, all day, is we want to do more collaborations. Uh, podcasting as a... And is it okay if I take this? I'm sorry. I just kind of jumped in. Is that okay? Bro, 50-50, dude. Okay. So podcasting thing. in general is a huge outlet in general. But when you get to gaming, it's different. Streaming's the big deal. And now in a lot of ways, podcasting has kind of become one of those things, unfortunately, that it's just looked as as a lesser thing. Yes, that can be disheartening and upsetting, especially when you, you know, do your best to put out the best content possible. But point being is that we want to do more collaborations. We want to show people how truly good the ESO fam podcast community really is. And, you know, we know we're going to be starting that off here soon with... Um, Tales of Tamriel. Tales for us, when we first entered the sphere, the podcasting sphere was completely different than it is right now. There was Tales of Tamriel, Elder Scrolls Off the Record, which is no longer here, and then us. That was it. And we didn't even consider us part of that trio. 
No, no, it was just those two. And then we showed up. Fast forward, we've seen all these shows start to pop up. Uh, and, you know, we believe in, I don't, we have never personally believed in competition. It's not how we roll. I believe in embracing other shows because it means a lot as a new show when an established show reaches out to you, when they kind of just welcome you. And we do that with every single show. We want to make sure any, if anytime there's a brand new Elder Scrolls podcast, we want to make sure that you know about it. Go listen to it. Give them some love. Show them that special ESO fam love, which only I have ever found in the Elder Scrolls online family. I have never, ever, 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 ever seen a kind of genuine love and support that comes from the Elder Scrolls online family from any other game, ever. And that is one thing we believe in. And so, yeah. Yeah, we want to collab more because we want to continue making good content, doing what we do, and uh, other shows doing what they do. And um, just continuing to, you know, make ESO fan more more than just a hashtag. But it's, you know, it's something that you that you show, you know. I know other people are doing that as well. I'm not saying they're not. But I just mean in general, we want to really showcase that when it comes to podcasting. I double that 100%. And the reason being is because of the reception that we received. The example that was set when we came into the space of a game that was already four years old. And Jibs and I, although at the time, even at the time we were experienced podcasters, we were so nervous to come into this space. And oh, you can gosh. hear it in our initial shows. Oh, like, you know, we were, dude, we were like us, a, right? You know what I mean? Like we weren't quite oh, us yet because like we were so freaking nervous. Tales of Tamriel had been going for five years. Elder Scrolls off the record had been going for longer, for even longer than that. And just covering pretty much everything that we were that we wanted to do but tales of tamriel and it it might have been because uh i was friends with Ajelos before all this stuff happened but we thought it would be the right thing to do to contact them to let us know or to let them know hey we don't want to step on any toes but i have a good buddy and myself and we want to start this show and he was like are you kidding me dude come on in here let's do this and He's the only one that contacted us. And I, I am not shy about saying that now. And this maybe, yeah, call it maybe, as it is. maybe Elder Scrolls Off the Record was in a place at that time to where they weren't in, really in a position to contact us back. But the fact that after several times of me trying to contact them, they didn't contact us back, that stuck in my craw a little bit. And you know what, though? I'm so freaking over it. I don't care. But look at the podcasting space now for elder scrolls online it's amazing it's incredible there is yes. not a bad show out there and yeah, these are all, all people that they all love the game as much as you and i do yeah so why not yeah. give them love why not support these streamers why not lift up the game that we love for what it is there's nothing out there right now that's better than this and oh my god Rich is now in chat, and this was the perfect time. You always have the best timing, Rich. We're on a rant. Really shows up at exactly this moment it, every it single does. time. It, it does. But um, for where Jibs and I are at with our experience and our love for bringing you content every single week, like now we're at the point to where um, we feel like 
we're established enough. These other shows are obviously established enough. So we're going to start kind of just going a little bit at a time. And I think the show we're going to start with is, is Tales of Tamriel because they, they gave us the first love. And when I, I think I mentioned before that we were, we were brought in, an example was set to us as soon as we came in. And that example was set by Zoss themselves when Dom contacted us on show number two and wanted to detail our show. And oh I have gosh, no, that... we have no qualms about saying Zoss launched our show for sure. They gave, they us, gave the us, biggest... us a base immediately uh, you know they that was one thing that they never ever ever had to do and that is something that forever sticks with me that forever grateful dom reaching out that initial and it was like look i don't care who you are how good you are in podcasting you are always learning you are always learning okay in those first five episodes of whatever show you're doing you're still figuring things out now like well jibs what about polish shows yeah they've they've recorded at least five behind the scenes that never get released <laughs> they're they're working stuff out and so you know our show was rough three episodes in we were rough we were just coming back like cash said you know we were just coming back after a couple years break we were rusty and just the fact that dom reached out then means everything and then you know just the wonderful blessings that's happened since then you know of things that we've been able to experience to be a part of it's been amazing we're so thankful and so yes long story short dro we're going to be collaborating with more shows very soon so thanks so much for the question master conniff one more thing i'm sorry i didn't i thought you were no no you're good on the same vein we do have another show a brand new show i don't even know if you know about this yet jibs to shout out there's a new show called ESO to Go podcast. Shut and up. I listened to their first show the other day. And actually, Arimetheus, who does another podcast called Written in Uncertainty, uh, sent me a message on this. So there's ESO a new podcast out there go. called ESO to Go. No kidding. Yep. Just it's another couple of dudes talking about ESO. <laughs> it's huh. like this space. It, we're trying to resurrect podcasting and especially for gaming. And because it, it, I think to some point it's kind of a lost art and it's, it's making a return big time, but Twitch, you know, double nut kicked everything. And it's fine because look where we're at. We're, we're on Twitch and we're loving it, but there are other podcasts out there and there's a ton of them for ESO. So just go listen to them all. There is not a single bad one. Yeah, and, and not to, I'm not going to try to jump back into it, but yeah, podcasting as a medium in general, general space, it's huge. I'm not, and that's not me marketing it. I'm just saying, honestly, you will go and find article after article of how huge podcasting has become. It's huge. It, it's huge. But in the gaming sphere, it's almost like it's looked at just a little bit differently and a little bit lessened. And that, you know, that's something that's always kind of put a chip on my shoulder. And so that's something that we want to do is, really embrace other shows and really make sure the ESO fam love is more than a hashtag. It's something that we embrace when it comes to podcasting. So yeah. Oh, even in chat, are you sneaky? Been thinking about starting a combat metrics podcast stream. Do it. There you go. Right there. Yeah. Let me make, let me make make this clear. Do it. Do it. We got to move on. So uh, next question here we got from Master Conniff says, let's say that your main tune were to retire from adventuring. 
other than one of your houses, which Tamriel city would they retire to and why? You want to yeah. go first? No, I'll take. I'll take. Go ahead. Elden Hollow. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll, okay. He wants to know why. So Elden Hollow, because the Bosmer are awesome yeah. and human meat tastes fucking good. So you know, there's I, that. That's, that's really, yeah, I, I have nothing to combat that with. That's a solid choice. Well, he's a Breton. I'm going to say that right off the bat. He's a Breton right. because Bretons have better magicka recovery. Okay. But that doesn't mean that I don't love the Bosmer. So every single character that I roll in my head, it might not come down on paper. It might not come out on this microphone, but every character that I roll has a tie to nature in some respect. I love the Bosmer. And this is why it's good that Rich is here. Because when all of this patch note stuff comes out and the Magicka Warden is resurrected, (laughs) I will be back to my Warden, my Magicka Warden, even though it's not really meta to have a Bosmer Magicka Warden, but I don't give an F. I will be playing my Magicka Warden. I love nature. I love the way that nature and the ranger type tendencies are out there in Elder Scrolls for sure. Like that archetype in high fantasy is definitely a thing in Elder Scrolls Online. And when it becomes... We have 69 people in chat. (laughs) Hee hee, 69. When that becomes a thing... I will be right back into that space and adventuring and finding every single freaking quest I can in every single inch of Valenwood. You know, the more and more we talk about these patch notes, seriously, the more and more we talk it out, the more and more excited I am about it. I'm excited for the number crunch. I'm excited for everything to get flattened and for DPS just to take a giant nut shot because I can't wait to see where it goes. I can't wait to see... And, you know, I know I've said this once, but classes that rise to the top. I can't wait. My warden's 100%. coming back. You know, one thing I've learned that I wish I did, I learned many, many months ago when we were making all these characters and deleting them. <laughs> had to brush your teeth? Wish, yes, that. Wish I never had deleted my warden, never had deleted my Templar. You know, just, Bro, that's who, one thing. I, who gives I would, a shit? I know, <laughs> I know, I'm just take saying. You to re-roll? I'm just saying for everyone who's listening. A week. I, we've had take people, you a week. We've had people listen to the show and be like, oh, I pulled the cash and jibs. I would just say this. I encourage you to keep one of every class. Just keep it. Trust me in the long run. You'll wish you would have. <laughs> yeah, it's probably, it's probably pretty true. And you know what we also should have kept? I think this is probably, like when I was new in my career, somebody told me, write down memoirs of your career. And I was always like, that's bullshit. It's too much work. I'm not going to do it. And I never did it. And now I'm like 20 years into my career. I'm like, damn it. I should have written down some of these freaking stories. (laughs) This is amazing. I wish I would have counted all of the characters in ESO that I've brutally murdered. Right? Yeah. Just to see what number I'm at. Because the number is stupid. About how many 50s? You'd probably be embarrassed. 
I would I would imagine it's probably upwards of 25 to 30 that I've murdered I, that all, that time, yeah, all that time all that time sounds solid number from level baby to level 50 yeah right yeah and I honestly I don't I really don't give a shit because it's I don't care about time played. It's like I put my time in and I love this for Oh, game, we enjoy so. the experience. It's right. the whole thing, you know? It's it, it right. to me, it's just as good starting fresh as it is doing in-game stuff. I like, love starting fresh. I know. What is that allure? What is it about that bit? It's the first, for you and I both. It's the it's character creation for me is the one of the best parts of this game. I love it staring in his eyes just making him bald and knowing that we have a future together makes me so freaking happy when I play this game. I'm not joking you. You can say it sounds stupid. I really don't care. I love it. There you go. All moments. So, to get back to Connor's question, you know, my first thought was Morrowind, but I'm like, wait, 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 wait. That place is muggy AF. Bugs are everywhere. There's really no walled cities. It's all out in the open, and you're pretty much at the mercy of the nature. So I'm like, I love it as lore. I don't think I'd ever want to live there. For me, I want Riften. Oh. Take me to the Nords where mead is aplenty. We call that sweater weather, where it's cold in the evenings and the mornings. It's like fall all the time. Sweater weather, you know? It's just comfy, just enough. Oh. Oh, you probably never heard that term, Mr. California. But over here... No, we don't wear sweater, sweaters see, or turtlenecks. I'm probably, sure you're... Yeah. Have you ever watched Miss Congeniality? She says uh, September... What was it? September 16th, 15th? Chat would know. Someone will know. Uh, it's not too hot or too cold. Yeah. That's what Riften is to me, man. It's super, It's like the retirement home for, for ESO. That's a solid Perfect. choice. That's a solid Perfect choice. Weather. And the reason being is because I think Riften is the home of the best Thieves Guild in the world. That is correct, Mr. Todd Howard. Because Skyrim. Because Skyrim. That's Skyrim. why. Yeah. <gasps> Speaking of Skyrim. Oh. <gasps> Jibs and I have been talking no. a lot about no. Skyrim. All right. Go ahead. Am I, am I not doing it? I'm not doing it. I don't it. know. I'm doing I'd, it. I was just trying to protect. I really don't care. Let's do it. You want to talk about it? What we're going to do for extra life? Let's do this for extra time. life. You want to yeah. do it for extra life? Yeah. So I think Jibs and I we are okay. we're going to be um, really reaching out into the lore, and um, we're going to dive into Skyrim. I think, which is something we've really not done on our stream, but um, we all we're we doing have for a the rule. Month. We have a rule that we should always have an off game, no matter what that game is, and that game is pretty much always Skyrim. <laughs> it's always <laughs> effing Skyrim. So, uh, and we love Skyrim. So I think I may be taking the reins of a Skyrim character that is driven by chat. Yes. Jibs may be taking the reins of a, well, you, did you say Oblivion or Morrowind? Thinking about doing Oblivion. Might do an Oblivion character. Dude, you should do it when Skyblivion is a thing. Oh, man. Because I don't know if anybody out there does not know, there is a modded Oblivion that is being worked on that they're calling Skyblivion. That is supposed to be amazing. So tell them though, like how they chat is going to control this, how we're going well, to do we're, this. We're not sure quite yet. Oh, okay. But, we're not. But okay. what we're going to do, what we plan to do is to 100% make the chat 
drive what we do. Yes. So we just you not make quite the decisions. Sure how we're going to do that? Yet, yeah, we'll figure that on the back end. Yeah, yeah we'll, on the back. We'll, it'll be fine. He said but, the uh, back end. Yeah, they. Uh, you guys are going to get to make the decisions. What we do, where we go. You see an NPC, and you demand that I pickpocket them or kill them. You make the call. We're gonna. You're gonna pretty much give us scenarios that we have to do in game, and get to watch how the NPCs react. Oh my god, the, the ideas that are coming up are making me freaking die laughing. Oh, Actually, gosh. Sir Grunty says we could use straw poll for major decisions, and I like that. See, we were thinking of oh, there you go. Twitter for some initial decisions. There you go. Yeah. Oh my god, dude, this sounds so fun. I get like a tingle. I have a tingle. So yeah, there you go. You can look forward to that for Extra Life. During our and book cash, apparently. And maybe beyond. Maybe you before. Don't you don't know what we're yeah. going to do. Yeah, I know. All right, let's go to the next question. Pause says, another lighthearted and class-related question. Apologies if it's already been done. I'm not sure if any of you have played a warden. <laughs> but <laughs> what's your take and interpretation on the class abilities? Oh my gosh, I'm going to be here till tomorrow. There's a bit of usual sniping between Frastus and Lady Cinnabar. Not to be confused with Cinnabon. In the book, Who Are the Wardens Truly? which gives us some ambiguity as to what the warden's powers actually are. So, like, is your bear guardian a summoned bear, like a conjuration spell, or is it a bear you've befriended in the wild, or is it a bear you've sung into existence like the Valen Wood Spinner, or something else entirely? I'm going <sighs> to sit back and prop my feet up, because this question... I love is Cash. I'm going to make this official. I love you, Paws. And the reason wow. being... I'm not is because Paws gets the lore of my warden. So, at some point I was driven to the higher DPS classes because the warden is a suck ass. So, uh, <laughs> currently, it's a sucking ass. So, um, yeah. So my bear, because I have two wardens right now, and I will not murder them. I, I look at them every day, and I loathe yeah. them so bad. I cannot bring myself to even touch my wardens. I have a magicka and I have a stamina warden. Let's talk about my bear first. So uh, my bear is 100% summoned because that's what you do. You summon your bear. But I always have my bear double barred because that's just the way you do it. So it doesn't despawn when you swap bars. Now that to me means that if anybody in here and there's a bunch of nerds in the chat so there are just like us so i know that some of you have read the legend of drizzt the 1.5 million books that are out there by r.a salvatore in the DD universe about drizzt look at look at jib she's like this is gonna fucking take forever <laughs> i'm gonna be you shut retired. your mouth I'm going to go sign up for AARP. You shut your stupid mouth. Have a drink. So anyway, if you know anything about the legend of Drizzt, Drizzt has a summonable cat named Guinevere. She's amazing. Anyway, when the cat is summoned, it is a cat. He chooses when to bring her out. He chooses when to put her away. But she's a cat when she's there. She's flesh and blood and she's got all kinds of super cool abilities that is 100% the way that I feel 
my bear from the warden class is. When I want him to be there, he is there. When I think it's too dangerous or time to put him away, I put him away. But when he's there, he's flesh and blood. That's the way I look at it. Next question is, what do we feel about... What do you say? Okay, the ambiguity about the powers. What is our interpretation on the class abilities? All of those abilities are considered pet class. So the pets are summoned and desummoned. Which is the reason that currently my Magicka Warden wears Necropotence. Because you get massive love. You get massive abilities and increases to your stats when you have a pet out. Well, every single one of those abilities, for the most part, in the certain skill line, they are all pet class abilities. So when they're summoned and despawn, uh, or they're spawned and despawned, every time you bring them out, those abilities will proc. So what do I think about those? I think that is every single warden has the ability as some type of a spinner. We also did a lore lesson on the Bosmer and what spinners actually are. Storytellers that can tell stories, and as those things are summoned, they are both live and dead things that come out of the ground and assist you in battle. That's what I feel about that. I love this freaking question because it brings me right back to the fact that Rich is in chat and we need the warden to be viable. You know what's going to happen? Love Folks, you. Here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to get to happen. Here's Here what's going to happen. Cash is going to log in, and he's going to play. He's going to play for a long time. He's going to binge the crap out of it. And then I'm going to get a phone call, and it's going to start off like this. Hi. So I did something. You're not going to believe what I did. And I'm going to say, you played your damn warden, didn't you, Cash? You're back in, all in on your warden, aren't you? And he's going to say, yeah, I did. And I'm going to say, are you going to keep working on that warden? I think, man, I'm just really loving it. I'm going to write a story for him and everything. I'm going to say, all right. What are you, my wife? <laughs> Do you think you know me? By the way, I just got banned by Rich. <laughs> he flat out banned me in chat. I won't oh. be logging in. Oh. Looks like I'll be going to World of Warcraft Classic. <laughs> oh, my God. Please, no. Please don't do no, these things to me. No, no, no. Anyway, right. I'm hopeful. I'm, I'm super hopeful. I mean, you missed our chat. Rich, you missed our chat earlier about about the um, the patch notes. Jibs and I are in 100% agreement that this is a clean wash, and we're going to watch some classes that aren't really good rise to the top, or at least rise to a level that is... It's gonna be a good time. Equal. You know, some you know something that's actually very, very good currently. Stam Warden, stupid good. Stam stupid Sork, stupid good. Stam Sork, hi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do yeah. that with a werewolf for uh for uh, VMA. I think. Yeah. Have you anyway, watched the brothers of Tamriel run after yeah, Vet Maelstrom with a their Stam good. Sork? Yeah. Yeah. They, stupid crazy. They, man, Templars. Really, 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 really. Templars. Good. Have you not seen what everybody's running right now? Yeah, I know. Templars. Have you not seen what you and I are running right now? Yeah, I'm going to hit 50. I'm 49. Templars. <gasps> That's dirty. Templars. Why don't we finish breath that up, up breath right breath after breath the breath show? Breath 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 
Uh, thanks so much, Pause, for the question. We appreciate it. Nama Yesterday asks, will there ever be a way to get something similar to that awesome reliquary coin, Cash? Something similar? Extra life, extra life, extra life. Yeah, so we have... You can see right here in chat. Yeah. We have about Legit 10 of these too. to give away. And we just gave one away the other night on our stream. Now, if you're not sure what the reliquary coin is, you got to listen to our storylines after our show. Now, this volume, I'm cash is taking a little break. He's not writing any storylines right now. But in our previous volumes, we have a running storyline that involves a uh, an organization, underground organization in Tamriel called the Reliquary. And the Reliquary, the members are very clandestine, but the way that they know who each other are is they produce a coin. And this is the coin. And actually this coin is made out of wood. That's wood. My wife hand carved 10 of these coins and yes, we are gonna be giving away all 10 to everybody. It's, they're actually, you know, I'm. I was really surprised at how legit, like, durable these are. Like, uh, really, really cool. We're going to give some of these away at our extra live stream. Yeah. Because why not? And uh, we've got other giveaways lined up as well. It's going to be, look, I'm going to tell you right now. Last year was our first extra live stream, and it was fun. And we did, you know, things came out really well. Number, we raised so much, we were able to raise so much money for kids, which for you and I is just like a dream come true because we love our Love kids. We want, especially sick kids. We want to help. And uh, this year, though, it's going to be a good extra life year. We yeah. really believe it's going to be a good extra life. We're going to crush go numbers. We're going to crush numbers from last year. Absolutely, hundred percent. So anyway, that's how. And um, I'm also I was just looking at this while Cash was doing his monologue. Uh, <laughs> we we may have the option of custom pins for your clothing or for your jackets or whatever, and we may. Maybe look at getting a reliquary coin made into one of those pins. Like a legit carved out, looks like a reliquary point. I, mean, I think maybe we should ask people if they'd wear one of those first. Yeah, yeah, Who wears yeah. pins? Yeah, all right. What are we, in high I school? Know. I mean, I wear one every day for work, but, you know, that's that's kind of required of me. Okay. So, yeah, there's that. All right, so anyway, uh, let's see. we got a couple more here. We're going to wrap this up. Uh, I, Oh, my gosh, I'm going to butcher this so bad. I'm so sorry. Do you uh, want me to take it? Skizzy Mix today. Feeling pretty good about that one. Last time you gave Jibs and Cash the Jibs and Cash origin story, it was inspiring how you went from strangers to brothers. To go back even further, what was the first video game that confirmed your love for them? I'm assuming video games. What was the first computer video game RPG that you played? And what initially brought you to ESO? Thanks for all I do. Your podcast makes other drivers wonder why I'm smiling in traffic. <laughs> oh. Well played, sir. Yeah, so I assume that what was the first video game that confirmed your love for them meant video games as opposed to each other? Because one yeah. would induce vomiting, and the other would induce excitement and nostalgia. I, I, I'm pretty sure the excitement would come from me. I'm just saying. Well, then you go ahead and go first, dickhead. <laughs> oh, you go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I've played several RPGs in the past. Several. 
but the first, very first one that made me love RPGs was Baldur's Gate. And that's probably dating me because I'm old as fuck. But I, smi I smile at it. <laughs> but um, Baldur's Gate was it for me. And I remember because of Baldur's Gate, it was the very first actual PC that I bought for myself after I had my first full-time job in public safety because then I could afford it all of a sudden. And at the time I was dating my now wife of almost 20 years, I, we were living in a little condo. And when she came home from work that night, I, I didn't even tell her. I just went out and I bought a, I think it was a compact computer. I didn't know shit about CPUs, computers, graphics cards, nothing. I just went out and bought something that I could afford. Right. And when she came home and it was sitting on the dining room table and I was <laughs> playing Baldur's Gate and she came home and I was like, how's your day? This <laughs> cool. It's awesome. Hang on. You must gather your party before venturing forth. And I'm just like, <laughs> she's talking and the entire, I mean, I'm being a good boyfriend and I'm just like, oh no, that sounds really great. That sounds, it sounds good. And in my mind, it's going, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> she would laugh at this now. She doesn't know this story. Anyway, story long short, that was the very first computer that I had bought, particularly to play that game. And that game hooked me on RPGs. Now, an entire separate story for an entire other podcast is the very first time that I shot somebody in the face online <laughs> and got hooked into online gaming. Cover that another time. I'm into that. Yeah. So I was walking through Walmart one day. <laughs> Figures. And uh, I'm a huge X. I was always a PlayStation person. And then the first Xbox came out and I was fortunate enough to be gifted one. I think it was for Christmas or whatever. And uh, I don't know what I was doing that day. But I remember I was wandering through Walmart. And there on the end cap was the Game of the Year edition of Morrowind for 20 bucks. I knew nothing of what is a Morrowind? What is an Elder Scroll? Oh, this looks like it. What is this? Like three? What is this? Why is there a. Uh, it looks like you can turn maybe a werewolf or something? Like, what? what is this? In the Game of the Year edition, I think it was Blood Moon, was that X pack? But uh, anyway. Long story short, I went home, and I will never, ever, ever, ever forget. And this is why this is eternally. And I remember, you know, on the this was many months ago that lasted a side quest. But when I was talking about Marwin and side quest, I will never forget the moment I stepped off the boat and I got talking to that raggedy ass Dunmer on the boat, and he's like, "Hey, kid, you're finally awake." And uh, you get <laughs> smoker. You you get off the boat and you just look out and I'm like, there's a lot happening in this world. Uh, there, people are moving around. They're, I can talk with them. I can, I can take this. I can take this from this house. And why is his head so blocky? Why? <laughs> why? Why does it look like he got ran over? <laughs> but uh, 
No, it that for me was the very first RPG experience ever, and it was hooked. I'll never forget when Oblivion came out. I was so stoked just because I had enjoyed Obliv or Morrowind so much. And, you know, that for me, the rest was history, you know. And from there it was Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Um, that's <sighs> Cash and I are both huge, huge, live and breathe, huge Star Wars junkies. All right? True that. And so, you know, it's just that's where it continued on after, you know, Morrowind before Oblivion. And so, yeah. That'd be it for me. So yeah. Uh, all right, we got uh, we Real got time quick. for one more. Real quick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. There is an addendum to that question. What initially brought you to ESO? I'll make it very quick. I oh. also played Morrowind. This 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 was a progression for me. I also played Morrowind. Um, before that, I played Oblivion, and then after that, I played Skyrim. No brainer. The day that I saw Elder Scrolls Online announced, I had a freaking kitten in my pants. That sounded terrible, but it's true. What kind of uh, species was it? It's, it's true. I had a, <laughs> I had a literal kitten. Um, uh -huh. okay. So that's what it was. And then I'm not even going to go to... It, it, everybody has a story about it, how they played ESO at launch and was like, yeah, I don't know so much. And then left and came back and came back to this. Oh yeah! Holy shit! Yeah, that's yeah, what we all came back like, to. So yeah, that's the usual responses. Oh my gosh! Right. So there, I'll end it there. Aren't you happy? It was like super short. Uh, what initially brought me to ESO? Uh, at the time we were doing a community, and um, I, I was just in a very FPS phase at that time. Um, coming off Swotor. Because, uh, again, you know, Star Wars. And so I'm like, oh, cool, Elder Scrolls MMO. Let's go check it out. And it was something I just didn't I didn't stay with at the time. But then fast forward four years later, uh, somehow, I don't remember if you called me or I called you. But it doesn't matter. We hooked uh, up on the phone. Six to eight months, Cash and I hadn't, we hadn't, just hadn't talked. And uh, real life stuff, he's leveling up in his life. I was doing my thing and just come back together and. Cash is like, dude, have you played e El or Elder Scrolls Online lately? I'm like, no. Dude, it is so good. I've been in the Morrowind chapter. And I'm like, and the moment he said Morrowind, I was just like, whoa, whoa what? I'm sorry, what? And uh, he's like, dude, it's so good. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give it a try. I shit you not. There goes me not cursing. I shit you not. Two weeks later, this podcast was born. <laughs> dilly, dilly. Dilly, dilly. Dilly, dilly. That's, That's a true right. story, friends. Two weeks later, Lore Seekers began, and here we are. It's 18 months. Is it really 18 months later? Yeah, 18 Bro, months I'll later. never forget when, when we got off the phone that day. You're like, okay, let's brainstorm this. So we started brainstorming our show, and I sent him a text. I was, I was laying out by the pool with my wife, just enjoying... A nice, it was a nice cool day because I think it was fall still right here in Southern California, which is normally like 85 effing degrees. So anyway, sitting out by the pool, I'm talking to my wife and I remember texting Jibs, picture this, an old man talking. I wonder if I can find that text. I know. An old man talking, talking about two adventures in a tavern 
sharing their adventures. Pans in. You and I are sitting at our usual table. This all should sound very familiar. And we go over the things that we've done in the game. And we focus on... Oh more. my gosh, I found it. No Can way. I read it? Please read it. Oh my god, I can't believe you have okay. that. It's incredible. This is the this is from February twelfth. Oh my gosh. I can't believe we have February twelfth, five fifty eight PM from Cash says this is how it all started. This is literal behind the scenes stuff. Oh my god, I haven't um, heard this in two years. I know, this is this is really kind of nostalgic. Tavern music begins, the sound of patrons laughing and the clunk of wooden mugs hitting the hitting the table in the background. Now picture this. Two adventurers meet in their favorite tavern after a week of adventuring in the wilds of Tamriel. They have a seat at a table in a corner of a tavern. Their favorite table. A serving wench greets them and brings them each a flagon of their favorite locally brewed mead as she does each week. They catch up on the week's travels, compare loot, and share tales of artifacts and lore they found squandered throughout the land. They chat about their blundering and failures in search of lost legends of Tamriel, their origin, hopes of the future of their war-ravaged land, and friends gained or lost along the way. Each week, these two travelers, these lore-seekers, bring you stories of misadventure as they delve into the rich history of Tamriel. Welcome to the Lore Seekers Podcast, a show about two players trying to survive in a world much bigger than themselves. <laughs> that was done with the search. I did not save that. Just a heads up. Okay. I'm having a moment. I don't know if you can see it. I literally have some tears in my eyes right now because <laughs> that is exactly that was the beginning, man. how it happened. And Yes. <laughs> Upon JJ and chat says you guys are adorable. He saves your text. It's, dude, you don't you don't know, man. Oh my We've god. We've been waiting years, years to get back into casting. And then it's like that that's where it started. Wow. Here, here's that's a fun so fact cool. that's gonna totally break I didn't know the we mood. Had that. This is gonna break the mood. Okay. I just glanced down and my my flies down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a moment. And I look down and my zipper's down. What the fuck, dude? Whoop. Zip. Amazing. <laughs> I'm not kidding you, though. Let's harken back. Don't worry about oh my, my zipper, God. people. I literally... Now, I'm a total sap, so I'll throw that out there. I literally had tears in my eyes for that. Hey, <laughs> maybe... Maybe I was oh. so happy about that that oh, I, I unzipped my pants. Oh. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> oh shit. my gosh. I can't Ladies believe and you gentlemen. kept that. Dude, I love you like 10 times more right now. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I'll be honest. I did not know. I honestly thought I wiped my phone since then. Or it had been erased, rewiped, whatever. I'm glad you didn't. Dude, that's take a picture of that awesome. and send that to me. Would you do that for okay, me? I, I got to save that. that. That's amazing. I will do that. I totally got it wrong, though. Oh. But still. Well, you got to go half of it, right? Yeah. Well, friends, this, I, I don't know of a better place to end it that, than that right there. 
We can't thank you all enough for hanging out with us at Lore Seekers for being a part of this community for all these many months and just listening. Truly, it is a nothing short of an honor, a pleasure to bring you the best audio content we possibly can every week because you deserve it. And uh, thank you for supporting us, for being a part of the community, for listening, and um, just for your passion. We appreciate it. And if you enjoyed the show, we hope you did. And, you know, it doesn't matter what outlet you're using to listen to your podcast. We hope you give us a review. You know, maybe you love us, you hate us, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. We want to hear about it. But if you enjoyed the show, you're on iTunes. For every five-star review that we get, we show you some love with a shout-out here on the show. And this one here is from Hrothgar from USA. I love you, Hrothgar. Uh, says, this is Hrothgar from the Guild. Initially, I was dead set on giving three stars slow, solely on the pack slander, naturally. <laughs> However, the lore lesson about Joran, my Scald King, forced me to give it five stars. I love the pack, which is no secret, and listening to the podcast, I got the feeling you both can get on board with the pack and its mission. I appreciate you swallowing your lumps and talking about the best faction. <laughs> Thank you for the show and all you do. I really do love the show, regardless of your faction's ideologies. Hashtag for the pack. <laughs> That's solid. There you go. That's solid. And we really do love them all, which is why we are detailing we, we really do. Yeah. each one of the factions in the current uh, series we're doing on all the faction leaders. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. That was so funny, dude. I'm. Right now, I'm literally like laughing inside right now because of that whole thing. <laughs> I think that was uh, that was a moment. That might be the moment that this dickhead and I have ever had in a freaking podcast. I've never like had an emotional wave come over <laughs> me like that until he started oh, reading that. I was like, oh, don't read. <laughs> oh, I'm so such a pussy. Oh, it's so funny. Well, you could always call us at 765-382-6961. Leave us your voicemails. Uh, whatever. That vo- that number takes you right to our voicemail. And it's always live 24-7. We'll read those live here on the show in our mailbag section. Now, you can always email us, which, you know, this has always been a big hit with our listeners. They they love emails. We love getting them. You can also email us at loreseekerspodcast at gmail.com. And if you're looking to join us at the official Lore Seekers Guild, and let me tell you, there's a week's worth of events happening every week. It's getting ready to start. We've got all kinds of things we're getting ready to do. We announced it this last Saturday. We're getting ready to bring it to pass. You're interested? Loreseekerspodcast.com forward slash guild. Download Discord. Join our Discord server. Apply to apply by typing slash apply, apply in the Apply to Guild channel. You're going to get direct messaged a application where no one else can see it, just you in the in the app bot, and then it'll send it to us to review. Now we've had people who've joined that and are not even playing yet, so they just want to be a part of the community, and that is 100% fine. Because when you join Lore Seekers, you are going to meet some the most amazing people all over the globe. ESO is global. There is people from all over, and so I would say this: come check it out. I really think you'll enjoy it if you're an Elder Scrolls fan. I'm not going to lie. Our guild is cracking right now. It is cracking. <laughs> yeah, buddy. If you're yeah, interested buddy. to know with, uh, if you're interested to know what's going on in our guild, we just released our state of the guild address, which Jibs and I gave this past Saturday. It is available in audio format on our podcast feed. 
it's entertaining if anything because it's it's two dickheads just feeding off of each other talking about the guild it's really a lot of fun so if you have even the smallest interest in joining on pretty much any platform the only one we're not covering right now is ps4 eu if you have any interest in joining our guild then just take a listen to that show and you'll get kind of an insight into the things that we have going on and to second that if you are on pc or ps4 eu and you're interested in running a guild for us contact us that's right we're looking for the right people we're not looking we're not about quantity we're about quality we've been that way since the beginning which now fast forward 1300 people is just provided one of the most amazing guild experiences i've ever had uh it's the people are awesome it's just a good place to game so there there's that uh you can uh find the show wherever podcasts are free whatever app you're using we don't charge for any of our content none zero zilch we don't do a patreon we don't do any of that you get everything you get all the all the bells and whistles we do have a shop for merchandise it's just a brand new one actually it's up we're getting ready to add even more designs uh, I know the PV penis design is now out. It's back <gasps> in all its glory. That sounds yeah. terrible. That's not that's it's, not family friendly. It's fun when you say it out loud. It is fun. Uh, so there's that. If you can get your boss to say that, that would be hilarious. And, and have it recorded, even better. Um, so anyway, for more Lore Seeker content, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Lore Seekers. Of course, Twitch, twitch.tv slash Lore Seekers podcast. And our official website, where everything's at. Written lore lessons, ESO 101s. Uh, we did a PvP build a long time ago, experimental build. Uh, all our podcast episodes, everything. LoreSeekersPodcast.com. Cash, where can they find us? You can find Jibs at Jibs IRL on Twitter. You can find myself at LoreSeekerCash, and the cash is with a K. Most importantly, follow the show. We're on Twitter at LoreSeekersCast, on Instagram at LoreSeekers, and right here at our home on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash lore seekers podcast there you go friends we hope you have a great week in gaming hope you stay safe and uh you know what be awesome to somebody show them that eso fam love and uh, take an extra moment to help someone out in chat this week and zip your zipper up and (laughs) dilly 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 dilly. Uh, freaking dilly